All right, good morning. It is Friday morning. Uh, headed into the office uh, just for a bit. I'm going to be there half day, and then I got some meetings in the afternoon. Um, just figured uh, we got a, a new product launch, kind of the first time down the line. Um, mostly built by production operators. <laughs> um, so I'm excited to kind of see the first one of those finish. There to take pictures. I wore my uh, shirt that we gave the team. It says celebratory and success. So um, just trying to be a good culture characteristic ambassador um, for the team today. Um, I wish I could say that this new product launch was really successful and easy and it was you know a piece of cake but um, then I would be lying to you um, you know uh, there's just a lot of things that when I think of launching a new product and are we ready to launch a new product <clears throat> that, <clears throat> that I would think of a little bit differently than uh, Maybe the current world that I operate in. Um, you know, I think like, yeah, hey, we're ready for production means uh, I have all my instructions, at least first, you know, first provision done of my work instructions, my standard work, that uh, I've run product down the value stream, um, or at least brought it over when the line isn't working, just to kind of have a you know, close idea of how I'm going to run. Um, in this particular case, this is really just a different uh, uh, assembly that goes on our product than uh, what we currently offer. Um, and it, you know, the plan was to utilize some of the same workspace for it. So, you know, we very easily could have run some of it down uh, the line. So that, that just kind of makes me a little like. Uh, uh, aware of opportunity. Um, that's probably the best way to, to say it. Aware of opportunity that we have with this process. Um, you know, uh, there's a lot of, you know, communication from, you know, different teams that, um, you know, I feel historically kind of operate in silos. And so you get a bunch of siloed teams trying to work together um, and, you know, communication isn't clear and, and good, but um, you know, there's there's things that should be there that aren't there from like a bill of material standpoint, um, a uh, actual material standpoint. You know, just several things that you would expect. Uh, you know, us to maybe have done something a little bit different. So the lessons learned is, is going to be real great. Um, and then I, I hope we take all the stuff into consideration because it's been been painful you know um, my biggest thing is uh, you know when I think about the um, the culture pyramid um, you know where uh, experience caused belief uh, beliefs cause behaviors and behaviors you know, lead to artifacts um, you know we had you know workstations that weren't really designed yet for this product that we were trying to use and something that I would expect to be ready 
you need tooling, fixtures, jigs, whatever. Um, and we had people picking stuff up off the floor. I witnessed, you know, some manufacturing folks uh, try to, uh, you know, like take apart an existing workstation on the fly as they were trying to build this. I mean, like, it was very clear that this is the first time um, something had gone through production. And, and, you know, this is supposed to be what's called a, uh, call it a gamma build. So gamma build means, um, you know, like a frozen BOM from engineering, um, likely the released, you know, BOM, and, um, you know, uh, that this hardware, uh, you know, is customer deliverable. Um, they pay, you know, customer deliverable prices, <laughs> um, and then that's that. Uh, but, uh, you know, uh, you just think that we would have, I don't know, um, pushed back or said, hey, these are the things that we need. This is like the checklist that needs to be in place before we, we do that. I'm used to going through MRR, uh, Manufacturing Readiness Review, which basically says, okay, you got your frozen bomb. Do you have all your materials? Do you have all your work instructions? Do you have all your tooling, jigs, and fixtures? Do you know how you're going to measure all the things that are, you know, um, that, you know, in process? Um, I mean, you've already established everything that, that is critical to assemble that product, and you don't get the buy-off to move forward until you have all that, um, you know. So I know it's a different world, a different environment. Um, you know, here any changes, you know, 99.9% .9 of them don't need customer approval in, in my current world. Um, so I know it's different, and I get that it's different, but it doesn't mean that we shouldn't follow some best practices from other industries to uh, kind of save ourselves from ourselves. Um, honestly, my biggest uh, area of opportunity is that our communication about what we were experiencing and the issues that we were having um, just kind of went, you know, and it doesn't, wasn't really spoken too loudly. Um, I guess to me, that, uh, that really kind of makes me frustrated is that, um, you know, the thinking is like, oh yeah, we're all fine and dandy but really we're not and like the lines of communication no one seemed to want to disappoint anybody else by pushing back and saying no I'm putting my foot down this is absolutely what we need um, and so it's just it's just a little ripe for opportunity um, so I'm hoping that the guy that had to pick a heavy part up off the floor yesterday is one okay and feeling alright this morning um, and two uh, doesn't think that this product is like, oh man, who wants, I don't want to build that. Now, I talked to him a little bit yesterday as we were both walking out the building at the same time, um, and I asked him, you know, what things, you know, would you want to do different um, for this product? And he said, oh, you know, we should do this, 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 and this. Um, I said, okay, cool. Uh, thanks for sharing. Uh, you know, so... Like, at least he, uh, you know, was open to share with me, and I asked him to tell all those things to uh, the manufacturing team. He said, yep. So, um, you know, hopefully uh, he did. I'm going to follow up this morning if those folks are here and just be like, hey, uh, did you take what this guy had to say into consideration? Um, but, you know, so that's, I think it's okay sometimes to do things on the fly, uh, you know, there's little things that you maybe don't think of, but, um, you know, when those kind of things come up, we got to think about, well, what's the safe, safest way to operate? How do we, you 
you know, keep our people from having to lift things off the floor. You know, is this, is this how we want this product to go? You know, is this what we want to do? Um, and, you know, chances are the answer is going to be no, it's not. Um, so what can we do about it in the moment to fix it? You know, we could have easily went and got a lift yesterday. Um, you know, unfortunately, I saw him lifting the last one and asked him if all of them were being done like that. Otherwise, I would have went and got the lift for him. Uh, but, uh, yeah. Anyway, um, so I, I kind of had some uh, direct feedback on how I felt about some of those things. And uh, I wasn't really happy with my response. So I escalated um, and said, hey, look, this, this isn't something that we could, you know, do in the future, so we're going to need to, uh, you know, talk about these uh, opportunities that we have, so um, I'm going to work on a list about that today, um, because, yeah, we have plenty of opportunities. So, anyway, um, other things going on, um, let's see. Uh, our powder coat line has not been having a good time lately. They had a big motor that uh, blew out for our powder recovery system for our automatic uh, powder coat booth. And so we're working to uh, replace that. Um, so that's been uh, a challenge. Powder coat's been running real slow lately. Um, and, uh, you know, this whole color changeover thing is come back to light and flexibility there. I think I said the other day that I would rather have a bunch of, or, or have a lot of additional uh, smaller powder booths than, you know, kind of one big, you know, automated line. Um, you know, I still think that way. Um, we did find a, a, a booth that's out there that we had previously quoted that allows us to switch between colors in 30 seconds, um, which is cool and it doesn't, um, doesn't matter what what order color we run in the auto booth you got to run a certain order or you risk contamination um, but I still think even if we went that route um, and we said from color changes alone that could save us about uh, a good chunk of change it definitely pay for itself in a short amount of time um, having the small booths would just be for flexibility I think just getting one because the cost is, is pretty low you know for an operation of our size, <laughs> uh, I mean, even for for what it is, I spent more on uh, some Keen's inspection equipment in a previous life, um, so it's, it wouldn't be too expensive to the point where we couldn't do it. Um, so yeah, I think it would be all good. Um, but. Uh, We'll see, but we're fixing the booth and then uh, I'm hoping that we can come up with a, you know, a long-term strategy for that area so that we could uh, be a little bit more effective. Uh, but we shall see. Um, so I left a little bit later this morning and the traffic pattern is a little bit different. driving a little erratically because they are pulled over. Uh, everyone had to go and slam on their brakes because they saw some police lights uh, 
I read that in the, the UK they put up uh, like barriers so you can't see what's going on so people don't stop and look uh, but uh, yeah anyway hopefully after this weekend we kind of get powder coat uh, a little bit in better shape um, and then we can start pursuing these booths um, the uh, the booths you know aren't efficient we need to figure out where to put them right now floor space is a premium so that's kind of one of the uh, challenges and then the cleaning process um, you know with our auto booth uh, our, our, even our hand shoe booth we put everything on a on like a continuous moving line um, and that line has a wash system and a, a drying oven and it goes through the powder booths and then a cure oven so it's all kind of a you know one system um, if we go to you know a lot of small hand shoe booths um, we have to figure out how to do some of those operations uh, outside of uh, the, the system. So, the, you know, cleaning and uh, it, it is, is kind of the, the challenge. And then the, uh, the movement of parts between cleaning, uh, drying, and uh, coating. So, um, you know, that flexibility comes at a footprint price when footprint's at a premium. So... Um, but by my, you know, uh, thinking, just kind of like defects, uh, and I, I, I talked the other day, hey, if we have something that makes less defects, um, this would be able to recover uh, from, you know, the, the material handling challenges that we sometimes have. When you got to go, you know, from one building to another with powder-coated parts, you know, inevitably you end up... Uh, putting a scratch here or there and need to recoat some parts. Um, you know, we've gone down a lot through some improvements and everything like that. Um, or if we have a hot order, right? My vision is get an order by 9 a.m., um, up to 10 a day, be able to ship them by 5 p.m. So in order to do that, you need flexibility. Um, the small boost would give us flexibility. Um, and so um, the when we have a powder-coated part challenge, uh, you know, whether maybe we had a shortage because the raw material wasn't in yet that we needed to coat, um, you know, if I got a metal component and it's not in to coat when I'm running that color and it comes in, like, you know, an hour later, well, I'm not going back to that color until the next day. So I have something I'm running on my production line that's now short the part um, and I'm not getting to it till, you know, 23 hours later. Um, or adding a bunch of overtime to my line to go back to that color later um, just to, to get it for that one, you know, or, or however many units uh, it, it required to get that. So having the small booth, you know, gives us some opportunity to complete units that otherwise wouldn't have been completed, um, you know, at a, at a given time. So it's, it's, it makes sense. Um, so um, that's... Yeah, I, I'm working on the uh, the thinking there, and I'm meeting with some folks on that. I'm going to meet again with them uh, in, a, in a couple of weeks um, and try to get that this year because um, it wouldn't be hard once we find the home for it, but we got to justify it first. Um, so that, um, <clears throat> I have a call today with uh, a, uh, a automation company that I've been working with and I haven't really been able to um, come to a solution 
you know, our most recent idea towards something was a uh, fancier way of batching, and eh, I don't know that I want to do fancy batching. <laughs> um, you know, uh, I mean, to me, it's like, uh, you know, I, I love my dogs, but I'm not going to go sprinkle uh, gold dust on their uh, fecal matter. Um, so, yeah, uh, no no need to uh, try to do something the wrong way, but real nice looking. Um, I want to do it right. And to me, right is something that uh, is, a, is a flowing process, whether it's continuous flow <clears throat> or kind of like uh, something that moves, you know, uh, kind of like a revolver, um, you know, that's maybe the best analogy I can come up with now. Um, you think a revolver, it, you know, it loads the bullet that's, uh, or it has the bullet ready for the, the chamber that's the next one, and then every shot it moves. It's kind of the same thing as we automate uh, putting concrete in pipes is essentially what we're doing. Um, this would uh, move every so many or even so many minutes, or, um, you know, when an operator presses a pedal, but then, you know, uh, make it so that there's kind of like a, a cool down time or something like that, um, where the overall trip around this process uh, equals the uh, cure time that we're going for. So that's what I'm, my last proposal. Um, otherwise, if, if it doesn't work out, then, um, you know, the, the company wants to do like a, um, an R&D contract type uh, project and just not sure that that's something that is uh, desirable by all parties. So, um, we shall see. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, I have made it to my destination, so I'm going to... Say goodbye. Have a wonderful Friday.